is Ed Peters and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We move on today in Matthew chapter 11 to verses 25 and 26. On our previous study taken from verses 20 through 24, we saw Jesus rejecting the unrepentant people in the cities that he had been ministering in because they had refused to turn to God. He told them that it would be better for the people of Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom on the day of judgment, then for them. Now, here in today's verses, we see Jesus giving a prayer of thanksgiving to God for his wisdom in revealing truth. Jesus had presented the message of God to the nation Israel, and yet the learned, the wise, were unable to understand these truths. They were hid from them. But God did reveal these truths to the baby-like men, those that were unassuming and were ready to hear what God, speaking through Jesus, had to say. Now, here are verses 25 and 26, and they read, And Jesus prayed this prayer, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding the truth from those who think themselves so wise and for revealing it to the little children. Yes, Father, for it pleased you to do it this way. Dr. Arnside made this statement, always put the cookies on the bottom shelf so the kids can get to them. If you preach so children understand what you are saying, you can almost be sure that the adults will also understand. But sometimes the children get it and the adults still miss it. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. It is often in prayer that the most private thoughts of a person are most clearly revealed. Jesus prayed to God the Father. Matthew records one this way, 1125 to 26. Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. So often, especially when I come to the words of God, I wish I had better command of language or communication skills. Better yet, I wish we had a more effective way of communicating 
than limited human speech. I'm convinced that there is so much more in these words of Jesus than I see. But even that which I see, I wish I could pass on more effectively. I struggle with this today. Jesus praises God the Father that God reveals truth to some, but that he hides it from others. Now that sounds like a God who is capricious and arbitrary. A superficial glance at those words by someone who doesn't want to see more will conclude just that, that Matthew must have it all wrong. Jesus nor God would be that arbitrary. Someone said, if that's the kind of a God you serve, then I don't want him. I am constantly amazed at the superficial, limited view of God that some apparently bright people are satisfied with. Evidently, Satan makes it so easy for humans under sin to form quick conclusions about God and then make judgments about him. So let's open our mind to receive truth from God that is not so superficial and limited. Let's think about those words of Jesus. God reveals truth to some and hides it from others. Jesus praises God for that fact. So it must be right and good. So let's think about it a moment. We know from the rest of the scriptures that the human mind unaided is not capable of coming to authentic knowledge of spiritual truth about God. God is not knowable through the unaided human mind only. Humans lost that ability when sin came into our race. Our minds were clouded at best. Such truth comes only by divine revelation. Now, Jesus said God reveals to some and conceals from some. From whom does he conceal truth about himself? Jesus said, from the wise and the learned. Perhaps Jesus was speaking of the Pharisees or the teachers of the law, or people like them. Education isn't the point here. God isn't saying, I won't reveal myself to those highly educated wise people. The point is that often those in this group consider themselves self-sufficient. They think they can figure God out. They felt that they had the brain power to come to definitive, accurate knowledge of God without divine revelation. They were self-sufficient. God does not reveal his truth to them. If they'd accept it at all, they would simply claim it as their own and pervert it, and more harm would be done. So God conceals his truth from them by not revealing it. Those who depend only on their mental attitude and gifts and abilities to figure God out are not going to come to know God's truth. It can't be found that way. The best and brightest human minds can produce nothing more than a row of idols as Paul saw them in Athens. He was appalled. The greatest thinkers who ever lived didn't come up with anything better. Read Acts 17, 16, and so on. God's truth eludes such purely human efforts. Now, that's one group. Here's the second. 
while God conceals his truth from the self-sufficient, God said that he revealed his truth to little children. Now again, the point isn't literally little children. The point is that God reveals his truth to those who are dependent, who are open to it, who freely and willingly and anxiously accept it, who are willing to learn, and whose minds are not clogged. Such unimpeded minds can be expanded, and God can reveal his truth without fear of rejection or perversion. Now, looking at Jesus' words this way, it is clear that God isn't being capricious or arbitrary. I need to repeat here what I said yesterday. God is dealing with a people who are sinners. He owes us nothing. We shouldn't criticize God for hiding truth from some. We should praise him for revealing his truth to any. And that's the point here. It is precisely for that that Jesus praises God the Father. God didn't have to reveal himself to anyone. We humans forfeited that knowledge when we turned our backs on him. Hear how Paul puts it in Romans 1.18. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Sin suppresses truth. God didn't have to reveal the truth of salvation to anyone. None of us deserve it. But it was his sovereign will that he reveal himself to those who were open to it and who would accept it. And that is grace. A childlike faith is crucially necessary to accepting God's truth. While his truth, properly understood, is always rational, it is never produced by the unaided, sinful human mind through rational thought. It comes, as Jesus said here, because of God's good pleasure. I say again, a childlike faith is necessary to receive and accept God's truth. That is especially true of the salvation truth. God's offer of salvation through the sacrifice of Christ cannot be understood and accepted on the basis of human reason alone. Our sinful minds recoil against a free offer of Christ's life that must be accepted, but that's how it is. It takes an open, unclogged mind, like a child's, to receive and accept that gift, the gift of eternal life. Simple thing.
It's by faith that the mountains of life are removed, and by faith that you stand in the Radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.